There isn't a business that doesn't have difficult, emotional or even angry customers. It's not easy to converse with them, but there are emotionally intelligent ways to be effective and reduce the frustration on both sides. Emotional intelligence, sometimes also called EI or EQ, is the ability to identify and regulate your own feelings and the feelings of people around you. One leadership coach describes it as the act of knowing, understanding and responding to emotions, overcoming stress in the moment and becoming aware of how your words and actions affect others. A higher EQ facilitates deeper relationships, whether in a team or with your customers. Use your emotional intelligence to deal with issues faster by practicing the following six strategies to more effectively work with angry or emotional or difficult people. 1. Use their name. 2. Exercise reflective listening. 3. Practice empathy. 4. Recognize their baggage. 5. Break it down. 6. Stay calm. In this episode, we'll cover the first three. Number 1. Use their name. This recognizes your customer or teammate as a person. A person with a particular problem and history that you actively want to help. It communicates a more personal degree of authenticity. Practice interjecting their name naturally into your dialogue. Don't make it forced. Imagine you're talking to your friend who is dejected. Number two, reflective listening. The upset customer or teammate is sharing their concerns. People are exposed when they express their emotions. When people complain or want assistance, it's often during times when they're exasperated, perhaps enraged, certainly not in a calm place. When you show that you're really listening and validate what bothers them, you draw near to soothing their pain or hurt. It's more than saying, I understand or I hear you, because those phrases are banal and sound like platitudes. Practice reflective listening. Wikipedia defines reflective listening as seeking to understand the speaker's idea, then offering the idea back to the speaker to confirm the idea has been understood correctly. For example, a customer might say to you, I've been trying to get my payroll corrected for 10 days and I'm really frustrated. Your reply, exercising reflective listening, what I hear you say is you're frustrated because your payroll issue hasn't been fixed yet. Is that right? You're absorbing what the person shared, repeating it back to them in a way that shows you understood. This demonstrates that you're not only paying attention, you're also deliberating about what they're sharing with you. Now here's the warning label. Don't be a parrot. People pick up quickly if you're merely repeating back what you've heard without processing what is being said. And the result can aggravate and make the situation even worse. Effective reflective listening needs to incorporate empathy. That's our third strategy. Not sympathy, empathy. Sympathy is seldom a best response to an irate person's problem. Instead, empathy positions you simultaneously as professional, compassionate, and considerate. It frees you up to not become emotionally entangled, like when you express sympathy. 
Here's another way to look at the difference. When you're sympathetic, you simply feel badly for someone. Sympathy doesn't convey that you appreciate why they feel the way they feel. The archetypal response, I'm, I'm sorry, is deficient. It won't solve the customer's or teammate's problem. More is expected. Exercising empathy when engaging with others equips you to understand and hence fulfill their expectations or needs. So in the next week, when you engage with that distraught individual, use their name, exercise reflective listening, and practice empathy. And we look forward to you becoming positively outrageous. In the next episode, we'll cover the three more strategies to help you deal with that distraught individual.